now we're starting because again, Garrett hates Garrett hates all the parts of making the podcast. Mic check one two. It's not a mic check now. Now we're just I recording. I know that. All right, welcome back to the eight oh eight and hot takes podcast week thirteen. Ho, did you really talk like that? Did you really? That's what I titled it in the email, didn't I? Uh, that's ridiculous. Anyway, welcome back. It's a very aggressive way to start the podcast. I'm saying. You know, the people need it. Calling pe- the podcast, ho- po- calling our listeners a hoe. It's not needed. It's, not provo- it's provocative. Gets the people going. No one knows what it means. All right, bro, we're back. It's week thirteen. Here I'm your host, Turtle with a pen. Y'all know who I am, Mr. Steel Otter Purse, Slim Jimmy Halpert, Aladdin's Apprentice. Here with my co-host G, Twitterless G, Mr. Chef Boy R G, Mr. Finder G Spot. Just G. Mr. Fastest Niggas in a Trivia Night of All Time. <laughs> really? I can take that one, eh? <laughs> It's still lame. All right, y'all. Y'all getting the episode a day late because we were too busy being the greatest Office fans in the redacted area we live in. I'm not gonna tell y'all where we live, uh, but we want to try. We won an Office trivia night last night. Tri-state over like what, like forty teams? Yeah, a lot. It was a lot of teams. Forty, fifty teams. Hashtag Cree thoughts, nigga. Big facts. Cree thoughts. Gov. www. Backslash Cree thoughts. That's why I always fuck up the, the backslash part. Yeah. But yeah, so we won. Uh, G was our person pressing the buttons. He had the fastest hands in the in the arena. It is what it is, you know. Shout out to us. So this is why y'all get back to back winning winning rounds. Yeah, you know? won multiple rounds out of six. Only team to come in top three, what five times out of six rounds. Yeah, we're just the best. Clearly, the best fans in the in the area. We won by like four thousand points. Also, the only black fans there. Big bucks. So we flexed on every white person. And so. there was a, was a black there was a black person in one of the groups. I mean, he you know what kind of black person he was. <laughs> he was that one black friend. You, we saw him. You know who he was. Yeah. We saw his group of friends. We saw what kind of shirt he had on. We knew. He had the Superman curl on the front of his he head. He definitely had the Superman curl. He did not have a clean lineup. His lineup was less clean than mine. I haven't gotten a haircut in three weeks. <laughs> anyway, we're back, though. It's week 13. We're going to talk about everything and anything. Really, for the news, there's nothing that matters except Takashi 69 snitching more than he did last week. A lot more snitching. Like, a lot more stitching. When we recorded last week, he, we had just finished like day one of him, of him stitching of his court thing. Like the the account I retweeted, I put it on Twitter, Inner City Press, of them retweeting and like live tweeting everything that was happening during his. Uh, I don't know the word I'm looking for. It's not deposition, right? He was like a hearing. No, he was supposed to his deposition. I guess he was getting like examined. I don't know. Either way, he was on the stage snitching. He was it was his part. I don't know lawyer shit. I'm not a lawyer. He was on the, he was on the stand though basically he took the stand and he was getting interviewed and asked all these questions about like what he was doing nine I mean, tray all on, that shit. I mean he was on trial. Yeah, so he's you know stitching on everybody to get off all the time he he has to serve. Oh, a life pretty much. Yeah, literally life for multiple gun charges and all kinds of gang activity and RICO charges. So that was day one. He snitched for two more days after we recorded. Which is crazy. There is still memes on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, about him snitching. They have not stopped. This man started snitching about unnecessary stuff, and the judge was like, no, I don't care about that. The judge literally had to be like, don't listen to that part. More than once. Like, I don't care. Imagine you're snitching, and the person in charge, the old white man in charge you was like, hey, 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 I didn't ask for all that. This man was like, yeah, and if you didn't hear, you know, my mom sometimes, when she when she goes to Taco Bell, she'd be getting soda in her water cup. Judge is like, what? We asked you about the nine tray bloods. Seriously, we're not talking about irrelevant shit. Like, he just kept snitching. Like, he just couldn't stop. As soon as it just hit, 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 hit a nerve, it was, it was over. Yeah, so he, in the day two and three, the highlights, because there's, I'll retweet the threads for y'all if you if you aren't on Twitter and you didn't see it. I don't know how you would have missed it if you're on Twitter, because it was 
all people were talking about those two days. Seriously. Well, the three days, but the two days since the podcast dropped. This man said that Cardi B was part of the nine Trey Bloods, to which she immediately was like, nope, no, I'm not. Part of a different set. Not that one. Because. She said she, she's, not, she's not saying that she's not a blood. Well, at first she said she's not a blood at all, which is outrageous because she literally called herself Barney all the time. She's definitely a blood. And she has a, she has that one music video where it's literally a blood video. Like it's all niggas with red bandanas. She's in an all red outfit with red hair. She's definitely a blood. She's, she's a, not saying what set she reps because she's smart. Yeah, she literally had a music video where like a bunch of women, like girls who are actually like gangbangers, not just like women to be kept, women there to be sexy, in red bandanas and all red. A bunch of niggas in all black with like red sneakers and red bandanas, and she has a red wig, with a red leather jacket, a red turtleneck, and red shoes and red leather pants. Like, I forgot the name of the song. It's, like, one before she blew up. She's clearly a blood. But, and she might even be a non-trade blood. But, according to lawyers on this, on Twitter, because there is a couple actual lawyers who, like, have commented to let people know, like, why she's doing that, why she denies it. Basically, they were, like, if you look up the statute of, limita- statute of limitations on a RICO charges. She can still get charged for it. Yeah, she can get wrapped up in this case if, yeah. they, if they can prove she's part of the non-trade bloods. And then all that money she's making, she's a millionaire. It's gonna be gone. All her money becomes, like, state evidence. Gonna so that's millions of dollars to the state of New York and to the federal government. She's like, nope. And Cardi's starting prison time. She's like, no. Nope. Even though she probably hasn't banged in years. And he also called Jim Jones, former member of Dipset, called him a retired rapper and a nine trade blood. Jim <laughs> Jones is like, yeah, I'm a nine trade blood. I don't care about that. What do you mean retired? This man, he this dropped an album. See, it's uh, he. Yeah, obviously, he has pictures of he has pictures with six nine. And they're throwing up the game signs. So, yeah, like, I mean, Jim Jones. He's, he's okay with that. He's like, yeah, okay, so what? Like, it, it is what it is. Yeah, he do, he does not care at all if you think that he's a six nine, a train nine, train nine blood. He's like, yeah, I've, I've been doing that. That's not the, what's important. Why are you calling me retired, nigga? I dropped an album this year, and it did okay. Disrespectful. Niggas over 30 who, who like Dipset back in high school love my album. That's like, you disrespected me. So he called Jim Jones a retired rapper. And then when he got cross-examined, that's day three. If y'all go find the thread, day three is where it really picks up. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff. Yeah, I just been reading it. Yeah. it's pretty. It's uh, pretty interesting. This they asked this man, "What's the minimum amount of time you can serve?" And he said, "47 years." That is his minimum. Crazy. And then he said, "Then they asked what's the maximum." He said, "Life." He said he's snitching, obviously, because he wants to get. Now I'm not a lawyer. I don't go to jail. I don't know shit about this shit. But basically, he said that he can get, like, a 5K1 letter or a 5K letter. 5K letter. Yeah, so the judge can basically look yeah, at 5K1. it. 5K1. Yeah, so the judge can look at it and be like, okay, here's all this kid's information. Here's all the info he's given us. And we can decide that instead of him, like, serving a minimum 47 years. Is it time? Is it considered time served? Yeah, so like they'll, they can go under the minimum and count shit as time served and give him, like, one year, because right now I heard he's only gonna face one year. That's like what even, might happen. And even still, that's still time served, so he wouldn't. He would be. He would be out. Yeah, and then they, they talk about him doing witness protection, which is hilarious, because that nigga has a giant sixty fucking nines tatted on his face. We're gonna get all that shit removed, or right. or, or, yeah, or wear makeup all the time, bro. You know how hard that shit's gonna hurt to get off. Of course, bro. He has all the tattoos all over his face. It's his face, bro. You put a fucking laser on my face. It's over. Bro. Multiple sessions, this man. Because it's like it's like it takes like it's like five sessions. Yeah, and that shit is huge. Yeah, it's a huge bro. six. It's like the, it's like y'all can't yeah, see what I'm doing. Obviously, but my hands going like from like my forehead to like middle of my cheek, yeah, no. like down around his eyes and shit. No, it's on his, it's on his forehead. Oh, either way, he has to get a fucking laser beam to his forehead, and it's all shaded in. And that skull too, bro. Yeah, like it's just gonna hurt. And then see, I was the picture. And he has 
Yeah, it's 6'9", literally on the top of his forehead. Yeah, it's his entire forehead. And he has, like, a rose on one side. It's, like, a rose going all the way down the side of his face. And then he has, like, what the tie under is what his left eye? Yeah, yeah he has that, uh, that, uh, what's that, what's that scary movie? Jaw, uh, Saw. Oh, yeah. That, that Saw nigga, Jigsaw, on his face, on his cheek. But he, he has, has all that shit removed, He has such identifiable tattoos. Yeah, and obviously his men's probably going to have to cut his hair. Oh, for sure. He's going to have to cut his hair. They're going to move him to fucking Nebraska, and he's going to run a Dollar General. Like, oh, for sure. He's going to be in Nebraska. And like, this man hey, can't uh, touch his money. He can't do anything. Nothing. All, all the money he has, they're going to take, because yeah. they're going to consider a gang bro. It's just, dirty money that's now. trash, bro. Bro, these niggas... That's so trash. This man had literally... He, he made money off of making music, obviously. Niggas... People gravitate to his music because they like his music. I didn't care for his music because it's just, it's lame. It was look, always lame to me. Look, New York is yelling. New York like, Twitter really was like, so y'all gonna act like you weren't listening to Gummo and uh and Stupid? And we were like, who? No. Listening to who? No. I promise you, I, the first time I heard Gummo was when we were researching last week's episode. Yeah, and, and Stupid is the one that, that dance. Yeah, I only know Stupid because that shit's a meme on Twitter. Bitch, are you dumb? Da dum 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 da dum. I say, I say, I'll say that shit in regular conversation. That's hilarious. That shit is hilarious as a meme. Not a song I want to listen to. Seriously, though. I'm not listening. No, I just don't care. But I'm that... It's not like that at all. Yeah, that clip is a great fucking meme, though. So this nigga, yeah, he's... They're gonna move him to fucking in the middle of nowhere. Nigga's gonna live in fucking South Dakota. And like I said, he's gonna work at some random job. People are gonna be like, hey, uh, I think I saw you on Twitter once. Nope. Nope, not me. Not I. Oh, yeah. I, My name is Ron Gomez. I don't know that uh, guy. Snapchat, Snapchat is making a documentary. About six nine. That's hilarious. It's called uh six nine uh six nine versus the world. That's hilarious because like, it just happened. Yeah. Like I get the point. I get people want to make documentaries. Want to be the first one to like tell the story. Nigga, we were all here. Yeah, we literally just saw. We and just, we literally just saw it all. And he snitched. Yeah. And like, told everybody everything. You know what happened. But I mean, I guess they're gonna go into detail. They're gonna go into detail of the, of the I mean, of the trial and whatnot. So I, I mean, I guess what it is, it is what it is. Yeah, I'm I, sure at the end of the, at the whole documentary, they're gonna do that whole black screen. Yeah, and like put like uh, six nine is now in uh, uh, protective uh, uh, witness protection program. Um, I don't think you'll ever see him ever again. This man's gonna be gone from the world. Uh, it's like I mean, but like, what can they? T- I, I guess outside of like what happens to the other gang members. The the man literally detailed different major events like on Twitter in the trial. Like the nigga was like like tweeting about what was happening. Yeah. And like he literally talked about like yeah when we were at the Barclays we did this shooting when I said fuck Chief Keith no I wasn't trolling and then they were, the the cross examining lawyer was asking him a lot of tough ass questions. This man was like so did you order a hit on Chief Keith after was it trolling or he's like yes I ordered a hit on Chief Keith like he told us what happened. Yeah, it's just like. He told us that he recorded that video where he was like, fuck Chief Keefe. And like, he was literally standing in Chief Keefe's neighborhood at like four in the morning. It's ridiculous. If you watch the video, you can hear birds chirping in the background. He's talking about, it's 10 o'clock. Ain't nobody on the block right now. Where are all these niggas at? Nigga, it was clearly in the middle of the night. You can yeah, hear, for sure. it's, almost, it's almost fucking sunrise. Yeah, no, niggas, and it's crazy that people, like, who's, why would you incriminate yourself so much like that? So many, he it recorded everything he me. did. It doesn't make any sense to me. This nigga was like, Somebody, actually, no, not somebody. It was Jesus Romero. Because they asked us when he first got arrested, like, last year. And I thought it was a great question. They were like, think about the amount of pussy and money he, and, like, weed and alcohol he got in the little, like, let's say, like, 8, 12 months that he was 6'9", he was popping. Yeah. I'll give, like, a year because the people knew who he was. Because, like, yeah. we knew who he was, like, a year ago. He did a song with Nicki Minaj, like, he was he was on the radio and shit. Niggas knew who he was, like, he like nationwide. He did a song with A Boogie and Fetty Walk. Yeah, like, he was pretty popping for, like, I'll give him a good 12 months. Yeah. They were like, would you take that 12 months to live the next, like, 50 years either in prison or, like, in the middle of nowhere doing nothing? No. 
I was like, they were like, they were like, because really think about your life and how your life's going. They're like, imagine how much pussy, weed, alcohol, and this fun and like crazy shit he did in that year. Are you ever gonna have? No, I'm not. Like, gonna like, are you gonna get that much pussy in, in the rest of your lifetime? I'm not sure. I'm sure you. I'm sure. I'm not not obviously that much pussy, but obviously he's gonna get some. I, I guess. I mean, because uh, wouldn't, wouldn't his girl and his and his daughter be in, in witness protection too? I have no idea because I, I think they were talking about his girl at one point. So I don't. I don't know what's gonna happen with her. Yeah. I feel like they're gonna have to separate them though. Like they, like. At least, maybe not the girl from the daughter, and the girl and the daughter from each other, but I feel like he's going to have to be way out, like, by himself. This thing's going to have to marry some fucking farmer's daughter type shit. <laughs> or pretend he's white. They're going to be like, are you, you one of them Latin fellas? Nope. White man. White man. Italian. On my mom's side. <laughs> Dad, I, it's Dad's good it, old American. It's crazy, but I actually really, really want to see him in, like, ten years. Bro, I would love to, but if, if we can see him in ten years, it means he's dead. Yeah, true. That means somebody found him. Because if we saw him... Nigga, everybody saw him. Everybody saw him. Because I don't live in Nebraska. Big, big facts. So, Takashi 69 greatest snitch of all time. Super Saiyan snitch. Super Saiyan God snitch. The greatest greatest performance in a year I've ever seen from a rapper. Just <laughs> completely fronting for a whole year. Excuse me, about being a gang member. His gang tried to kill him, and he told us so in the thread. Again, go read the thread, because I'm not reading it all to y'all again. It's too... It's, it's a lot. It's, it's like three hundred tweets. It's a lot. For like for real, like two or three hundred tweets. So much. That but, was typing that shit must have been typing real motherfucker. There, it had to be more, more than one of them, like taking notes or something, like as he so he could like tweet because yeah. I mean, he could listen and tweet that fast. No, I mean, it's not possible. A, I mean, there's a person, there's a person that sits. Uh, yeah, like well, a stenographer. Yeah. But I'm saying like, yeah. but he's not up with that person. He's a this is this is a reporter. Yeah, it's a regular. So he's sitting in the crowd. Like there has to be like a team or like an intern who like people with him who are like taking notes at like each moment so he can like get the tweets off. Yeah. Because I'm sure they weren't happening literally in the moment. It's probably, just not yeah, possible. probably three or four niggas just sitting next to each other, just typing away at everything. Yeah, maybe like they all have a Twitter browser open or something. But yeah, so that nigga snitched on everybody. He talked about how the gang tried to kill him, how there was a split in the leaders of the game. They tried to beef him with each other over that nigga. They, at one point, oh, they called, 69? Yeah, because they, they were like, why are we letting this, this scrub-ass nigga like, do, like, call shots and shit? At one point, the fucking uh, cross-examiner was like, did you ever like uh, talk about getting your, like talk about trolling and shit? And he's like, oh, no, I never said that. He was like, they were like, not in this interview. He's like, nope, plays interview. Okay, I might have said that. This man was like, did you ever do a podcast with Adam Twenty Two, who I personally hate. I don't like that nigga at all. Very kind of, he's very uh, yeah. He's he's corny to me, but he just he says a lot of he just says a lot of fucked up stuff. Yeah, like I'm just not a fan. I get I get like he's like shock value, I guess, to, like kids and shit who think he's like edgy or whatever. Yeah, people he just doesn't feel the views, bro. Yeah, it's just it's just like it's just reactionary shit. It's like academics. Like I don't respect your actual opinions. I don't think you actually know what you're talking about on yeah, anything. Academics is hella lame. But yeah, so it's mad lame. Yeah, so these these niggas they were just like throwing out all kinds of shit he did. At one point they were like, So you didn't you're not on trial for shoot for a shooting in the Barclays Center? He's like, No. And then he's like, plays clip. And they literally, the inner city press put the clip in there of him being like, Yeah, nigga, we in the Barclays Center. We shooting, nigga. Like, how are you recording an Instagram video about shooting niggas in the Barclays while you're doing it? It's so dumb. Like, this man really, he said himself. This is why this man seems like an informant to me. He did I, all the stuff that, like. An informant. He, I really, if someone, if it came out tomorrow that he was an FBI, like, plant, I would be like, Yeah, that makes sense. Because he just. He took, like, the things he was saying in court, he took notes, bro. This nigga knew exactly when, where, who, what, why, how, for what reasons, under what what circumstances. He had all the details of every single crime he fucking committed. Yeah, seriously. It's just like, oh, uh, this man, he just, he's, done, he's just done so, so much. 
Like, that's literally a like, joke. So, so much. And this man remembered every single thing that he did, every single person of the group. Who, he, that, like, he remembered who taught him the gang signs and in what locations on what days. It, like, it, bro, it, you taking yeah, notes. no, nah, it doesn't make sense. Like, you gotta eat. Like, come on now. There's, like, a joke from The Wire. It's, like, a gif you can use on, like, Twitter and Facebook and shit. Where, like, uh, it just helped this character, like, Stringer Bell on The Wire. This nigga's, like, he's talking to, um, I forgot the nigga's name. One of the characters from The Wire. But he's talking to him. Yeah. And he's, like, taking notes. And then just all those characters, like, nigga. Are you taking fucking notes on a criminal conspiracy? Nigga, we sell drugs. Why seriously, are you taking notes? Why are you writing shit down? Seriously, though. Never. Remember it, bro. Just, memorize that shit. Memorize it, bro. Because if I tell you something and you write it down, it, it's evidence, nigga. Yeah. Why are you writing shit? He literally snatched it out of his hands. Like, snatched the fucking notebook. Like, what the fuck are you doing? That's a contradicts line, and nobody snatched his notebook from him. Nobody once was like, hey, bro, uh, recording a lot of shit. Why are you writing so much down? Yeah, seriously. What, 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 like, what, what, are you saving it for later or something like that? Why are you posting to Instagram? We just shot somebody. Why, are you, why is his corpse on Instagram? Yeah. Oh, and I forgot. I almost forgot about this. We were about to move on. I almost forgot. This nigga's driver revealed that he was an FBI informant. <laughs> the driver was? The, and the 6 9 driver because they, he was going to get deported because he's illegally. So the FBI was like, if you don't, we won't deport you if you agree to like record a lot of shit he does. So there's videos of like them doing a shooting and like 6 9 be like, nah, I can't hold the gun. Like, nigga, I'm, I'm too famous. Like, if I got the car with a gun, I'm going to get in trouble. Like, there's videos of all kinds of shit that he was doing that he didn't record. But the driver was recording it. Just he, he was taking videos of like them pulling up to do shootings and beatings and so, man, I mean, I'm and having that, guns and I shit. Mean, this man should never sold his name because obviously his name's not his name is out there now. Yeah, I mean they're saying he might get deported anyway, which is crazy. But yeah, like he, I mean he he like that the FBI was like we'll deport you if you don't do this, and he's like well fuck this little kid I don't know this nigga I'm just an old Spanish nigga who drives who drives a car. Seriously. So, yeah, so this is very driving. I mean that's what FBI doing some messed up stuff, but I mean hey. That's what they do. You gotta do what you gotta do, type, type shit again, apparently. I mean, the FBI ain't shit. And that's, we could do that. We could, that got to be a whole fucking episode of why the FBI ain't shit. Especially with rappers and shit. But in hilarious fucking follow up news, this nigga Boosie, Boosie Badass, if you don't know who Boosie is, nigga, Google him. Southern legend. He's not really that relevant. He's not really that relevant to me. Yeah, not, not in 2019. But he's definitely important to like Southern rap music and shit. This nigga basically was like, hey, I want to make a porn, a gay porn, not a gay porn. He's making a movie, I guess. And was like, I want to, what's it called? Damn, what the fuck did he say? He was like, I want, um. He said he want to get someone uh, to gangbang. Uh, yeah, a bunch of niggas to play, like, gangbangers to gangbang a nigga playing Takashi 6 9 And so he wants someone to look like Takashi 6 9 And to... get, get an- have anal sex done to him by multiple men. And Pussy will be recording it for. A movie? A movie. About. Snitching or not snitching? I don't I have no idea what the movie's about. But he just said he wants to do this. Oh, yeah. And I think Boosie might have seen gay sex and really liked it and is still intrigued. Apparently so, because, I mean, who wants that? Who does that off a rip like that? Like, like, he just out of nowhere was like, hey, nigga, I need a bunch of niggas who want to fuck a dude and make a movie. I don't get that. Like, and this I, is, I truly don't get that. Yeah, this, this is not like a homophobic thing. I got no issue with gay niggas. I just think Boosie likes, likes uh, man butt and don't want to tell nobody. I think Boosie actually is being homophobic because he don't want to tell nobody he likes man butt. Yeah, I mean, this, I'm, I'm sure he's going to be in there too. Because Boosie definitely has like tweeted about gay sex no less than like five times. Or posted on Instagram about gay sex no less than five times. First, he told us a story about how when he was in prison, because if you don't know, Boosie was locked up for hella long. This nigga was in prison. It might be like, I have no idea. Like five years shit. But Boosie was in prison for a good while, and while he was in there, this nigga said that he, he found out that when you go in the shower, if you see a Coke can, that means niggas are fucking in there. And he didn't know that, so he walked in and saw a dude riding another dude. 
and he's talked about it way more times than anybody's ever asked. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think anyone started calling shit conversation like, "Hey, buddy, what happened in the shower at uh, in jail?" Like, or prison, but this man want to talk about it anyways. No one asked him. Literally, niggas will be like, "Yeah, so uh, this snitching thing is crazy," and he's like, "Yeah, bro, you know what's even crazier than snitching? Butt sex between some dudes, bro. Gay sex. That shit's crazy, bro. You ever seen a nigga ride another nigga's dick? I don't know how they do that shit. I've seen it. Have he's you? Like, he's like, I saw it, and I'm not gonna say that I didn't watch it more than more than a few minutes. I wasn't really watching because I liked it. I was just curious, and then I went back, and maybe I tried it once. Just kidding. Boosie really wants some gay sex, bro. Someone get Boosie some butt sex, like." This nigga, this nigga wants some gay sex, so why not? Can we not just get Boosie what he needs? I mean, hey. Uh, somebody clap Boosie no, Cheeks. That, please don't say that again. Nope, again. somebody clap Boosie Cheeks for him. No, that's not a good sentence to have. I'm I, not. I, I don't think I ever wanted to hear that sentence. Before. Somebody clap You're just doing Boosie's I, Cheeks. I, I, again, that's just disturbing. Look, who am I to tell Boosie how to get down? Boosie needs to be no, more free. No one, obviously, but still. Boosie needs to live free. Still. It sounds very much so trash. I mean, look, I'm not gay, so I'm not saying that I want to clap Boosie's cheeks. I'm saying that somebody needs to because Boosie wants someone to clap his cheeks. Nope, still not on this one. I don't see what the issue is. It's it's just disturbing to think of in general. I'm not saying I'm not telling you to envision it. That's your bad. <laughs> I didn't say, I didn't say think about somebody clapping Boosie's cheeks. I'm just saying <laughs> it's what he needs. Boosie, Boosie wants his, his prostate tickled. I don't know. That's, that's what he's into. I, 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 feel like, I, I feel like we're done with this topic. No, I, I got more euphemisms. I'm not done. Oh, my gosh. That's Look. Like, some, nah, that's, that was too much. Yeah, I'm glad. I, 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 what I was about to say was too much. I, I, I found the line. I'm glad you stopped me still. I found the line. I'm going to back the line. found the line. Yeah, because I, I was literally about to say it. The words were coming out of my mouth. I'm, I'm very proud of you that you did And I was like, I'm very proud uh, of you. that's too much. Look, Boosie wants to bust a wide open for somebody. I don't know. That's, that's what I was going to say. Uh, Said it anyway. Boosie wants to bust a wide open for a nigga. Let him do it. But Boosie hates Boosie hates gay niggas, as we know, because he's been homophobic multiple times in the past, like re- especially recently. I mean, maybe he changed his ways. Obviously, in prison. I think that he's, you know, that the like fact that, no, there's, there's there's people that have done this. The fact that they hate something so much, uh, the fact that that they realize that they never actually tried it. Yeah, hundred percent. That's what I think that, happened to Boosie. That's actually my hundred percent theory. I think Boosie, because he's recently been homophobic, and I think Boosie definitely wants like. Was too he was too intrigued by what he saw and was like, wait, shit, have I been hating these niggas for the for no reason the whole time? I'm still gonna hate them because I don't want to admit that I might like this shit. It's that that yeah. Shakespeare line like, uh, doth protest too much. Boosie keeps talking about why gay sex is bad when no one's talking <laughs> about gay sex. That's not regular. For for what reason do you need to do that, buddy? That's abnormal behavior, and I think that Boosie's into gay sex and don't want to talk about it. That's my theory. I mean, I guess Stand we just, by it. I guess we wait, wait and see what happens. I feel like that's the thing. I feel like we're never going to see. I feel like Boosie's out here getting his cheeks clapped and not telling nobody. I'm not going to see. I'm, obviously, I'll read about it. Boosie, <laughs> nah, I feel like Boosie's just never going to... Like, Boosie's on the DL. Boosie's out here riding dick and not, tell, not talking about it. Yeah? Did you just, just say, like... The, you, I 100% had to say it the way I, had, I said aggressively? it. Aggressively? Yeah, 100%. Because I know it makes you uncomfortable. It doesn't make you uncomfortable, which is weird, the fact that uh, I'm not trying to... Think about Boosie. Yeah, yeah at no point in this have I envisioned Boosie and taking dick because I don't want to think about Boosie taking dick. It has nothing to do with me. I'm just saying that's what he wants. The same way that if Ari Lennox was kept talking about sex all the time was being really thirsty, I'd be like, well, maybe somebody's clap her cheeks. Do it for Boosie. Do it for Boosie. Somebody do it for Boosie. Let's find Boosie a guest. Let's find Boosie a nice nice top. Anyways, moving on to the topic of upcoming tours. Look, now upcoming tours, <laughs> Boosie going on tour, no, looking for... No, he's not. Look, I'm, I'm fine. Let me stop. <laughs> Let me stop. All right. So, we already knew that Young Thug was going on tour. 
but he's actually uh, I, okay. Now I think I'm, when I wrote this down, I didn't realize what he named the tour. He named he renamed his tour Big as Bieber. Big as or no, Bieber? I'm sorry, it's Bieber Big is what he named it. So I think what he was trying to say was he's as big as as Justin Bieber. Really, he named it Bieber Big. Bieber Big. Now I wrote down that Justin Bieber's on the tour. I think I wrote that down incorrectly, but I'm gonna double check this. I don't, I don't. I don't see why Bieber would be on the same tour as Young Thug. I don't see why MGK is on the same tour as Young Thug, but this is what's happening. Uh-huh, I guess. I he, mean, he put Bieber's name in it. He renamed it to Bieber Big. No, Justin Bieber Big. That's weird. Okay, the, yeah. So Justin Bieber's not on the tour. The Justin Bieber Big Tour. Yeah, it's just Young Thug and MGK. See, the first time I read it, I was scrolling Instagram, and I just saw Justin Bieber, Young Thug, Machine Gun Kelly, and Big Tour. I didn't realize that was the name was the Justin Bieber Big Tour. That's ridiculous. Is it his face on there, too? Yeah, no, it's Young uh, Thug, and that's Machine Gun Kelly. I think that's the dumbest thing ever. But, I mean, they, niggas are going to go because they love Young Thug, but dang, why'd I, why'd I do that? I don't understand why you did that. I was, I was forgetting this. Is, anyway, this, this is not podcast stuff. But anyway, I, I, didn't, like, I just don't care about Machine Gun Kelly. I want to see Young Thug, but he goes on tour with too many niggas I like to waste a Young Thug tour on seeing him and Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, because then it'd be, uh, it'll be Machine Gun Kelly at first, obviously. Yeah, and I have to sit through that. And, uh, yeah, I don't, listen to, I don't listen to any Machine Gun Kelly. He had a beef with Eminem, and I didn't listen to a single song. Yeah. Not one time that I listen to any of those songs. Yeah, so those I mean, multiple diss tracks. Yeah, so I mean, I have no reason. I have no. I would. No, I would have no reason to go. But on other wonderful and fantastic news, we're going to a to- we're going to a concert. Oh this, yeah, this Saturday. Yeah, it's uh today's is Wednesday. The recordings again. It's a day late, but we're going Saturday to see uh Jaden Smith and Tyler the Creator and Tyler the Creator, and I think Golding's gonna be there too. And Goldling, which is a great combination of it's niggas a we both love. Combination. Like, if it was just Tyler, the creator, doing Igor, I, that'd be amazing. But he's also going to have Jaden Smith doing fucking Iris, or Iris, and he's going to have Gold Link, who just dropped that Diaspora album. So that should be hella fun to dance it's to. It's going to be wonderful. Like, we're going to so we're gonna definitely talk about that next week, because next week we're getting, we're supposed to get the Kanye album. We don't know if that's true or not. It keeps being rumored. But if we don't, then we're going to talk about, because it was supposed to be the Kanye special episode. But we might not get this Kanye album. People at Sources, quote-unquote, are saying it's sources not coming say. out Friday. Sources say? Yeah, they're saying it's not dropping Friday. But, you know, niggas gonna see. Because Kim Kardashian keeps saying it's coming out Friday. And then Sources are saying it's not coming out Friday. So, we don't know what's gonna happen. Kanye has flaked on us more than once. So, I absolutely would not be shocked. Yes, yes true. So, if, if Friday morning comes and there's no Kanye album. And, like, Friday night comes and there's still no Kanye album. We're just not gonna talk about Kanye. I'm listening to the Baby's album and go crazy on yeah, that. Yeah, we'll just listen to the Baby album and we'll talk about that next week. But... And we'll talk about the concert, because I'm sure we're going to have plenty to talk about with... I've, I've seen a Young Thug at a festival. I've never seen him do his own show, like his own set. Yeah. And I've also never seen Jaden Smith. I know that's going to be super fucking it's gonna be Wonderful. He's going to shave his head again, probably. Yeah, and then Gold Link. Gold Link is just... I just like a lot of Gold Link songs. Yeah. So it's definitely going to be a nice little, like, like warm-up to Jaden Smith sure. and uh, and Tyler. I heard the first the first song I heard from Gold Link was on SoundCloud. Oh, really? See, I listened to... I got put on him, like, 2014... Like the out the 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 song that everybody knows is like the crew song that was like two years ago, but mm-hmm. he had like two. Money all around me. A, still a great song. That that's been a song of the summer for like three years in a row. It's fantastic. Now. But no, nah, he had an album in like twenty fourteen or fifteen called At What Cost. That's the one that I got put onto, and it was great. So much good music from but, So much good music from him. But anyway, we've been talking for a long time, so we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna talk about new music this week. We have a little discussion topic. We actually have something to talk about this week. Not as much new music, but still, still something. There's, there's some songs, and then we're gonna take a quick break. And we'll get to them. Mm-hmm. 
So you can sing me back, but I can't sing it. Okay, cool. All right. No, because you sound you sound you sound horribly. Anyway, sound horrible. Horrible. anyway, yeah. So we're back. We're gonna talk about some new music. There wasn't too much this week. Like I said, it's been a real down like three weeks. We're transitioning out of summer into like fall winter music, which means slow music, sad music, feelings music. I think we're getting new Drake soon. We're allegedly getting new Kanye. But the two songs we did get, it's just two singles. But they're both really good. Like I said, I'm not a big singles guy, but they were actually good songs. I enjoyed them. Intro, fight the baby. Yeah, that song Fire. spectacular. I played it on repeat multiple times this week. The video is very dope. And like, I had to like li- I listened to it, and I had to go go and check out like other not not that I've never listened to other the baby songs, but I was just like he definitely changed his flow up in a way that he hasn't done before. And I feel like that's been, like, the main criticism for him is a lot of niggas are, like, his flow is the same on every single song. Like, even on, like, a beat like Panini, he still has that, like, stop, stop. I mean, I feel like when people learn how to, well, okay, when people have their different styles of rap, they stick with that style of rap. I get it. There's people like like Kendrick Lamar that switch up their rap flows and, like, be perfectly fine. But you think about it, like, Cardi B has the same rap style. Yeah, I mean, I think I think you have to like adjust to the beat though. You can't literally bring the exact same flow to every beat, which is what the baby's done. Which is, I mean, his his songs have always sounded fine because he he raps on very similar style beats. Like it's yeah. there's there's a very clear the baby style beat that he raps to. But I think on other songs he's got a lot of criticism for like trying to force his flow onto a beat rather than adjusting. Because like it's not like you have to change everything about how you rap. You don't have to go be Kendrick yeah. or like Young Thug. But, but you have to be a little versatile. You have to be able to, like, slow it down or, or speed it up. That's fair. But, I mean, on this one, he definitely, like, he, there was less, like, stopping. Like, he kept, he was actually flowing, like, verses. And that, it felt more. I feel like the beat, I, the beat was more, I mean, the, I feel like the beat was more, he, the beat was not as familiar as his other beats were. Yeah. It, so it made him change his style of rapping. Yeah, like, he actually, he, he challenged himself in a good way. Yeah. Like he actually, like, lived up to the challenge and changed yeah, his, it, his yeah, flow a little. because it was a fire beat. Yeah, the beat was great. He got real introspective, which I think was dope. Like Yeah, talking about his father and talking about his mother and talking about his family in general. Yeah, like, he, he definitely talked about his family a bunch. The video was, like, it was it was like, it looked like a country-ass good time. If they were in a mansion and shit, these niggas on four-wheelers, just riding yeah. four-wheelers in the fucking woods and around mountains and shit. Probably a very North Carolina. Yeah, big facts. That's very dope. I mean, it was just a good... Uh, like, I the video, I feel like... I watched, I listened to the song a bunch of times like this is a fire song and then I watched the video and the video made me love the song even more. 100%. Because it's like, the song itself is like he's talking about like, like he literally said like, on like uh, as he started blowing up, he like his pops died. He had to bury his pops. Yeah. And then he said he left the funeral, looked in his daughter's face and said, damn, she looked just like my pops. Yeah. Like that, that shit, that shit made me feel something. Like I don't have any kids. Yeah. I haven't lost my parent yet. Like yet. Because obviously at some point, you know. It's going to obviously, it's, it's, yeah. No lives forever. Yeah, it's a, battle, it's a battle we all got to face at some point, but like. To hear him say that, like, be so raw, say, like, it wasn't just, like, the feelings of losing his pops. They looked at his kid and was like, wow, like, you are my dad. Like, I see my dad yeah. in you, and he's gone now. Like, he's not going to get to... Yeah, like, like, he looks at his daughter, like, you're not going to get to know him yeah. the way, like, I got to know him, which is sad. Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, he, and it was, like, it was, like, a slight flex, how he was, like, I, I buried my dad, like, a hundred, like, a ten, ten K, or, like, a hundred, hundred thousand. Yeah. Spent a hundred thousand on the funeral. Yeah, because... Like, and I will say this is this some real personal shit. Funerals, if you are not prepared for a funeral, 
are fucking expensive. Yeah. We literally, when my grandfather passed, my mom had, like, my mom had, when she buried her father, had to start a fucking GoFundMe. Because we couldn't afford, like, a casket and a burial plot. She's so expensive, He bro. still don't have a gravestone. Because gravestones are fucking thousands of dollars. And, like, if you if you don't have life insurance and bread, this is not, like, a fucking life insurance ad. But if you don't have bread saved up for it or you don't have life insurance, nigga, it's, it's going to cost, like, the casket. Because, like, it's one of them things that you, you need. Yeah. Unless you're going to get cremated, you literally need a casket and a place to put the casket. And preferably, if you want to honor somebody right, you need a, a gravestone put in front of the casket. Yeah, true. In front of the spot. So... It's, it's expensive as fuck. So shout out to him for just straight up putting the money down for his pop's funeral. Yeah. He talked about his mom battling cancer. He talked about his kids. He talked about his little brother. Like, like he was telling his little brother, like, uh, act like act like I wouldn't give up every fucking thing I've made this year, everything I've done. Because the baby's had a great fucking 2019. Yeah, it's fantastic. He's he's blown up this year. He dropped one album that's already like I'm sure, I'm sure gold or platinum. Yeah. It's he's got songs on the, the song, radio. The, song, uh, the intro's already platinum. Yeah, he got hit number ones. Like Suge, Suge has been on the radio for like the last eight nine months. Yeah. And he's about to he's about to drop another album. If he can go platinum twice in a year, that's some like. 1999 DMX shit like that's Big something facts. that a lot of people have not done yeah, outside of like two albums one in the beginning of the year and then now one, one towards the end of the year yeah cause it's not like he that's did like a double album where he dropped two projects at once like it wasn't like Young Thug or Future style like he really just is like yeah I got more music actually I'm not done here's yeah. here's also this I mean even though yeah cause I mean he's like I've been this is his first this is his first studio album yeah cause I think maybe on Baby's a mixtape right um I mean it's on like Spotify and shit but I think it's, I don't know if it's I don't know the rules on no, this shit anymore. This is this is debut studio album. Well, baby on baby. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because like I, said, I don't know. I don't care about like mixtapes versus studio albums anymore. Because at this point, they're all on Spotify. So I, all the futures mixtapes are on Spotify. All of like Young Thug and Little Wayne's mixtapes, like mixtapes, aren't what they used to be. So I don't care about like them titles. I just know baby on baby's his first commercial. Like everyone heard this shit, but it blew up. It worked. It's been very successful. Yeah. So I, and I think it's I think his album like. This is now we're just like projecting, but I feel like it might be because of the way the intro was. I think he's gonna try to show a little more versatility, cause Baby on Baby. I don't. Know, I mean, you got it in front of you. How many tracks was on Baby on Baby? Well, like uh, like sixteen or eighteen, 14, twenty, 13. Or, Only thirteen. Okay, I thought it was longer than that. But like thirteen tracks, and like I say, and the the features he's done this year haven't been the most versatile. They're still good, but they definitely sound the same. So I think with this intro, he's like, look, I'm finna like switch it up on y'all a little bit. Not change like how I rap. Obviously, it's very similar. But I'm going to show a little more versatility in the beats. Show a little more versatility in the topics. Because, I mean, he said it on the J. Cole shit. Like, um, they only say, oh, I, I got to put diamonds in my mouth. They think that I'm ignorant. Yeah. Because, obviously, all his music has mostly been about, like, flexing and being rich, beating niggas' ass, making money and shit. Which is fine, because it's fucking great yeah, music. That's, that's his lifestyle. That's, yeah. That's what he's been living. So, I mean. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what he's doing. Yeah, that's really nothing. That's but, nothing new. But I do think he's gonna get a little more introspective on this one. Like, I mean, we because we really don't. I mean, I I I have I listen to uh, uh, what's it called? Blink Blink something. I forgot what the, what the what the album's called. I listened to his last album before. Poor baby on baby. Yeah, blank blank blank. I listened to that like once or twice, and there is there are some good songs on there. Something like Twenty One's a good song. Yeah. Um, there's like he just has like good songs, but they're obviously more about flexing and whatnot. But he really hasn't talked much about his like. His personal life. His personal life. Personal life. Like, yeah, like him talking about burying his dad was yeah, the most like, personal yeah, thing I've ever heard yeah, from him. Yeah, and he's never talked about that on a song before. I, I would, I mean, for the last two albums I've heard. But I mean, like, yeah, I feel like this is going to be a really good album. This one, this one's going to, like, cut deep. Like, there's everybody, I mean, every rapper has an album that's like, you just talk, they talk about, like, their personal life and stuff like that. Like, they go in depth and whatnot. And I think this is going to be a good album for him. It's going to be, like, a really, 
you gotta sit down and listen to it. You know, there are yeah. gonna be fire beats and whatnot, but it's more about him talking than anything. Yeah, like, cause I, I think, like, like, I hate to use the word poetic, like, to say that his other shit's not poetic, but his flow and shit did sound more like storytelling on this, yeah. on, the, on this intro song. Yeah. So I think he's gonna bring a lot of that kind of energy to the, yeah, to this album. Obviously, he I mean, was, I'm sure he still have like turn music. In, like, oh yeah, there's definitely gonna be some turn up joints on yeah, there. Yeah, obviously, of course. I mean, this man has this man has Chance the Rapper. This man has Nicki Minaj on there. This man has yeah. Um, and that, so that, that's a big part else. too. Is like I think he's relevant enough now that he can get those bigger names on his album. Yeah. Because Baby on Baby had some features, but it wasn't a ton of like huge like com- it wasn't a ton of huge commercial names. Like Chance the Rapper. I mean, we've talked about it. He's commercial now. He's not yeah. underground. He's not a mixtape nigga no more. Everyone, like, white girls at our colleges were like, is that a Chance hat? Like, they, everyone knows who Chance Rapper is now. He's not a secret. Nicki Minaj is as commercial as it gets. Yeah, of course. So I was like, he's going to definitely have, like, some more industry influence and shit. But like I said, I think he's going to change up his style. He'll probably, like, give us more variety of songs. Because I think with Baby on Baby, it does sound, it's not monotonous, but it can be a little, like, okay, it's been track 11. I'm still turning up. Like, the, the, there's not enough versatility where, like, every song is important because they're all similar. So, on this one, I'm expecting, you know, like, some... Okay, he has Chance the Rapper, Nicki Minaj, Amigos, Kevin, and Kevin Gates on there. Oh, Kevin Gates. Yep. It's gonna be fire. Great rapper, dumb nigga. It's gonna be fire. But yeah, so I'm expecting good things. And it's on the he's Friday a, that Kanye a, is supposed to drop. He's a, he's a dumb, smart nigga. That's, that's, how, that's, how, that's how I think of Kevin, oh, Kevin Gates. Gates. I don't know if he's even smart. He's a smart, he's a smart dumb nigga. He's, he's, like, he's, like, jail smart. Okay. That's fair. Yeah, he like, like he read Forty Eight Laws of Power, but he's also not that smart. But anyway, it's not a Kevin Gates episode. We'll talk about his verse next week when, or if we're probably when Kanye doesn't drop his album because we know how Kanye is. Kanye, he's gonna drop his album. I mean, you can have faith. I don't. I, I believe it. I don't have faith in Kanye to actually do what he said he's gonna do. I believe it. I believe it. So we'll we'll get the Kanye album. If we do, we'll we'll probably still talk about the babies because if it's good enough, if not, we'll push it back a week. But we also got another another song this week from an old, old, old ass group who G had never heard of before he heard the song. Never heard of him. Which is fine because it's like it's like eighties, late eighties or like nineties New York shit. Gangstar, who we have not gotten a song a song or project from since two thousand three, dropped a song called Family and Loyalty, which probably would not it would have been significant to me like Turtle personally because I listened to Gangstar growing up because again my pops is from Brooklyn and like. We listen to eighties and nineties New York hip hop as like as a family. That's what we listen to on the car on the way to fucking school. Yeah. I heard Guru's voice before school every morning. Like that was not abnormal. Same thing with like Jay and Biggie and and Mob Deep and shit. So Guru and if you don't if you're not hip, which is a good chance you're not, because our <laughs> I'm sure our age group is not you know forty year old niggas from New York. We are not hip. So uh, Gangstar is basically a group. It was two people. It was Guru and DJ Premier. If you if you know if you never heard of Guru, you've probably heard of DJ Premier. He's a legendary producer in hip hop. Um, him and Guru kind of fell out after their last project, and they they actually said that there's no confirmation that they were cool again by the time Guru died because Guru actually died from cancer in 2010. So mm-hmm. R.I.P. Guru. Um, so, so DJ Premier and, and Guru and Guru aren't weren't cool weren't cool. Yeah, by, by like the 2000s they weren't cool allegedly, but like so there's and there was no he never really like said anything. DJ Premier never really talked about it after Guru died. Interesting. But he did post something on Instagram. I think I think he had Nas posted on Instagram. But I like it was like a phone call between him and Nas, and he was like, "Hey Nas, I got some new Gangstar coming out." And Nas was like, "Word!" Like they had out like a whole little talk about it, and that was like the Instagram post, like a commercial almost. Yeah. So they he kind of announced there was gonna be new Gangstar, and then we got this song. I no one he has not talked about it since we don't like since last Friday. We might get a whole Gangstar album. We might not. 
But Guru's obviously passed away, so it's like Guru's. It's like songs they made before Guru had passed, like so back in the two thousands. Now it's all about is, is he actually allowed to? Yeah, can can he drop the music? Does he feel it's the right time? Does he feel it's appropriate? Like, I mean, it's been almost ten years since his friend died, so it's like even if they fell out, I'm sure he had because it's not like because he could drop any of these songs any time in the last nine I mean, years. But either, you don't see this thing. We don't really know. Yeah, they we, could, yeah, we they don't could have, They could have reconciled and they didn't really talk about it. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. When they, I mean, they're old heads. They don't have to talk about everything on social media. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're too old to tell us about what happened. So yeah. it's like, that, that's why we don't know. So either way, like, he obviously sat on this for a while and he dropped this song and he added J. Cole to it and he actually said he added J. Cole because he was like, J. Cole's the kind of rapper that Guru would have respected. That's real. Which is a huge fucking compliment for J. Cole because, again, if not 80s, 90s, like, Real hip hop ass niggas think Guru is one of like the top five, top ten. Like yeah. he's elite, an elite rapper. That makes sense. Even though he has a very monotone voice, um, which on this song actually he like it's weird because like the hook sounds like old Guru, like nineties Guru, where so he's like very monotone. Yeah. And then the, his verses like it starts out that way, and then the rest is not. So it's like I don't know if like as he got older he, he just had more emotion. Yeah, he probably changed. He probably changed um, the verse up. I mean, I mean people. Put two verses together two different songs. Yeah, like I, all the yeah. time, so it's not really that big of a deal. Yeah, I think he used Guru like an old. He used definitely, definitely used an old Guru, and I think it was MC Ren hook, so that had to be old as hell. Yeah, and then the verses like it starts out Guru monotone, and then it jumps into like a newer kind of. It's not emotional by any means, but it's very emotional for Guru because Guru, you heard the hook. It's like he he almost raps like this. Like I'm just talking. Like he doesn't show any really emotions and shit. And then by the end of the song, he's talking. He's he's like rapping completely different. Yeah, like he's complete by his verse three. The verse three is an entirely different. Like the second half of verse one and verse three are very like, like not emotional verses, but you can hear his voice a lot more. He's yeah. a lot more like yeah, for sure. It's a lot more emotion in it. Yeah, of course. And then J Cole got the middle verse, which was dope. So yeah. J Cole definitely spit. He actually it was dope. He had a line where he said, um, "Who would ever thought that I'd be rapping with ghosts?" And he said, "R.I.P. the Guru." Because again, I'm sure J. Cole knows who Guru is. Obviously, he's a he's not he's not like necessarily a hip hop like. He's like 36, 37. So. Yeah. So I don't know. Is J. Cole that old? Yeah, he's old. I don't think he's 36, 37. Bro, this man's old. He's, fact, fact check that. I don't know if he's that he's old. He's the same. He's almost the same age as Charles Charles Gambino. He 36. Because I know Charles Gambino just turned 36 today. Actually, I, I don't know. Oh, shout out to Carl Charles Gambino. It's his birthday. Happy birthday, Gambino. While well, G's looking this up. You're. Um, actually, I actually dropped on our on my Twitter page, and I retweeted it from the podcast page a uh, Charles Gambino playlist that I made today for his birthday. So it's obviously it's a, thirty-four. Thirty-four. Damn, I didn't. I thought he was like thirty, thirty, like maybe thirty, thirty-one. Kendall, that's crazy. Kendrick Lamar is thirty-two. See, that's what I would have thought. J Cole is maybe like thirty-two at most. JID is twenty-eight. That's not called old. No wonder the kids haven't heard of him. I mean, he's just not blowing up. That's crazy. I did not know J.I.D. was 28. He, I mean, he seemed like he was like 22, 23. I mean, if you would have asked me in 2013 how old J. Cole was, I would have said he's 22, 23. And he was 28 six years ago. So, That's crazy. Because if you would have asked me when Forest Hills Drive came out in 2014, how old is J. Cole? I would have been like, I don't know. Maybe he's like 25. He was 29, apparently. Apparently, since he's 34 now. So, you know, well, you know, niggas. I feel like niggas become better rappers in their late 20s because they're not trying to turn up anymore. Now they're just like being artists and speaking their minds and shit. Yeah. So, but anyway, so Guru song is really good. It's called Family and Loyalty. Uh, part of the hook, Guru was like, uh, the family and loyalty are forever like diamonds. He is like, or real, uh, he said, or real music. What do you say, real songs? I think it's like real songs like Cream or Where's My Melody, which I think was dope. Nice little homage. If, I've, if you haven't heard of Cream, nigga, Google Cream. Cash rules everything around me. Cream gets the money. Like, that's an old Tang song. It's an old song. And then My Melody is a really old song. That's like, 
this is like some hip hop head. Like it's not. It shouldn't be a hip hop head shit. But you know, young people don't listen to music from before their time. That's just what people do. So he had. There's an old song called "My Melody" by Eric B and Rakim from the '80s. Rakim, the rap god. Like nigga. Like before Eminem called himself the rap god, Rakim was the god of rap. He was universally like acknowledged as the god of rap. Way back in the day, in like the '80s. Yeah. So yeah, that's his way before Eminem. It's like the '80s and early '90s. But either way, that's an old song. My melody, check, check, my melody. That's like I listened to Paid in Full growing up. I, I, that was one of the first rap albums to get like recognized by the Grammys and shit. They didn't win, but yeah, they just they were rec- they were very like commercially recognized in the way rap wasn't at the time. The album cover looks corny now because it's literally them standing back to back and like all black with like black uh not beanies on like Kangol's like like golf hats with like just dollar bills behind them. Cause it's called Paid in Full. Sounds lame. So, yeah, it's, it looks lame now, but the album is still pretty fire. <laughs> I would listen to it now. So if you haven't heard of them, you know, look up look up uh Arab and Rakim. Just do some little do do some do some nineties research this week. That's your that's your homework. Look up Gangstar, look up uh Arab and Rakim, look up Cream by Wu Tang. We're actually gonna talk about Wu Tang in a couple of weeks because they have a they have that T V show on Hulu. I think the last episode comes out either this week or next week. They dropped three, then it was like oh one episode a week. So we're gonna we're gonna watch the whole thing. It's only six episodes. It's like a re it's like a live action documentary type thing. We are? Yeah. Because it's only six episodes. It's about Wu-Tang Clan. Like, how are we going to not talk about this? It's a whole... They actually made a TV show. Like, the same way they made the movie about NWA, they made a six-episode TV show about the forming of Wu-Tang Clan. Like, Method Man, Ghostface Killer, The Rizzo, The Jizzle. Like, so I... I if, if, if you don't watch it, I'm going to watch it, and I will talk about it and make a segment of it. Because, like I said, it's... it's it, I, I've heard it's very good. The acting's incredible. And also, it's, just, it's Wu-Tang Clan, and I I don't really I mean, the know... Main, the main character is pretty... I, I, like, I like one of the actors, so I mean... Yeah, that, and I've never seen like the story of how because Wu Tang Clan had like nine members, and then they got bigger after a while. So I I've never heard the story of how these nine niggas came together. Yeah, that's true. And like there's and there's actually yeah, it's, like it's a nine nigga team, so it's like, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, it's a whole fucking baseball field, niggas. Big that's a bas- that's a basketball rotation. Yeah, that's a, that's something different. And then on top of that, like there's like a whole philosophy of like the Wu and shit. Like there's actually like Rizza and Jizza were like or not not well both of them and everybody in it they were like. As much as they rap about like kind of gritty shit, they really were very like philosophical. Like they were, yeah, they, I, yeah. All that Shaolin shit wasn't just for show. They really studied monks and like Buddhist philosophy. Yeah, Rizzo, and, Rizzo's a whole freaking karate master now. Yeah, like they really took that shit serious. Like when they, this is a super tangent. We'll talk about this more later. But like when they formed, they dropped a group album, and then their whole thing was all right. So we're gonna we're gonna sign one record deal as a group. Then everyone in the group will get their own record deal. So you can get paid for your solo work. We will still operate as a group for our group checks. But you split a check nine ways, and it goes real short. Yeah. So yeah. So everybody makes their own, make their own shit. Yeah. The group establishes that we're all good. Everyone gets becomes fans of everybody. Then we all get paid individually, and then we also still come together as a group. Yeah. So he he was like he was very they were very business savvy in what they did. But anyway, this is a, that's a, this is such a tangent. But there's not a lot of music to talk about, so y'all gonna ride this tangent out. But anyway, so the reason we the the main reason we talked about Gangstar though was because we did want to talk about something else that J Cole said after he did this feature. No more features. J Cole said he's done no doing features. No more features. Now usually we take a break and do, and then come back and talk about this topic, but like I said, we don't have a lot of music to talk about, so we're just gonna kind of combine transition naturally here. And talk about this J. Cole shit. transition, buddy. Hey, transition, you, you know. know. I'm out here. I'm out here trying transition, to buddy. be a professional. So, yeah. J. Cole, after the Gangstar feature, which this is a great place to end for him. If, if he's, I don't know if he meant, because he didn't elaborate because he's J. Cole. He doesn't explain any shit to us because he doesn't care. He, I don't, he, he doesn't I, care about our feelings. Yeah, he's like, nigga, I said what I said. 
Wait for my album to drop. So I don't know if he meant he's never doing a feature again, which feels a little dramatic, or if he meant no more features. Like, because you know, we all we know he's we all know he's been on a crazy feature run for the last like year. He hasn't yeah. dropped an album since KOD. Chase the money, chase the money. And since then, he's just dropped hella new albums over, or not albums, a hella features on different songs. And every time he's been slapping. Yeah. Um, like not including the Dreamville album, we haven't gotten a project from him since KOD. What is happening here? Just I don't know how this one works. Anyway, yeah, so so what we're going to discuss, maybe debate, who knows, we'll see how this goes, is he's had a crazy feature run. I listed off as many as I can remember, and I tried to look up as many as I could. You forgot Money Back, yo. See, I, see, that's what I'm saying. I know I forget some. We, we were going to discuss what was the best feature of this run. Now, some of the ones that I've listed, G just had a Money Back, yo song. I don't know what song it is, to be honest. You're going to have to check on that one for me. Um, chase the money, chase the money. He also had, he had Pretty Little Fears, which we know is the, is the uh, Turtles' official In My Feelings song. That's my favorite In My Feelings song right now. Is it? With, uh, with Black, a.k.a. Say, Six Lack. Say Nah. Say Nah with my, my money bag, yo. J.I.D. off D's, which was incredible. G had to put me on to that one. You're welcome. Family and Loyalty with Gangstar. Come Through and Chill featuring Miguel. Or not featuring Miguel, but it's a Miguel song featuring J. Cole called Come Through and Chill. Come Through and Chill. Ari Lennox, Shea Butter Baby, 21 Savage, A Lot, which had a music video that really like kind of shook people because him and 21 were going in. Um, yeah, killing it. The London with, J- with Young Thug, which I damn near consider a J. Cole song because I don't care about the Young Thug verse, but The London, which was this, this year. Purple Emoji with Ty Dolla Sign, G's Hero. Yeah. Uh, Trippy by Anderson Pock from his Ventura album that kind of flopped. And Tribe on Boss's album. Now, for this, for the sake of this, we're not including any of the Dreamville album because it's it's his label. It's, we, yeah, it's not features. If it's your fucking label's album, yeah. it's damn near your album. Yeah, it's just he's not on every song. So, all right. So, G, what's your what's your favorite off this list? Off these, off these, off, off out the gate. Yeah, of course. It's a fire song. It's literally, it literally shows, it literally shows. I can talk. I can multitask. Oh, that's not, <laughs> not conducive to making a, to making having to making a good I can episode. Mul- I can multitask. I know how to multitask better than you. I'm not, um, saying, I'm not saying you can't. I'm saying it's not necessary. Off these is it just shows the, the versatile how versatile J Cole is. He can rap slow. He can rap cool and chill, and he can go ham. Literally rapping hella fast. He rapped incredibly going, fast. On and off just these. going straight off, like completely off. This man did not stop for a smooth like minute. Just going in, and I'm like, yeah, that's just fire. It just shows how J Cole could literally switch up from doing fucking uh, 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 for your eyes only, which was like nice and chill, like very cool, uh, a, little, a little too chill, but whatever. That's wonderful. Yeah. Anyways, um, to produce it, to to being on a song that's just fast paced and just off the top, keeping it with JID because JID rapped fast as yeah, well, very fast. So it was just very fire. Yeah, I will say like actually, I was listening to this play, like a playlist of the J Cole features, trying to figure out my favorite. And I was I was in the gym. I want I got to do it in a couple of different places: the car, the gym, like chilling at work and shit. But on in the gym, nigga, off D's had me running like a maniac. <laughs> I don't even like cardio, nigga. I was about to have a fucking asthma attack. I was like, ah, 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 ah. I could not. I could not chill the fuck out because that song has such crazy energy. All right, I don't know. I really don't know what my favorite is. I've spent a whole like four or five days thinking about this, and I really still don't know. Shame on you. I think that I, I don't want to say Pretty Little Fears because like. But it might be pretty little fears. It really I, might be. I, I already know what it's gonna be. It's look, I, you know about my feelings and shit. You're no, light, you're, you're a light skin nigga. You're, J, you're I am a light skin nigga, and it's a light skin nigga ass verse from J Cole. It is what it is. The music video is so fucking cute, nigga. Come on, 
You're a Mexican nigga. It's like it's like black it. and that girl. They're like talking and shit, like in the gym, and then like it, then Jay Cole's verse are like a fucking carnival and shit, and they're just having a cute ass time, nigga. Nah, high key though. He had one line. <laughs> Look, I'm a light skinned nigga. I like feelings. I don't know what you want me to do. I already knew it was gonna, I already knew it was gonna be that. Song. Pretty Little Fear is like the highest. It's like the most watched thing on my YouTube because it's one of my favorite I, music. I believe that. I, tr- I truly, Literally, if I, truly believe. If I open that. YouTube right now on my PlayStation, the first thing it's gonna say is Pretty Little Fears mix because they know I truly they know. Believe that. Because when I open YouTube to watch music videos, I'm usually drinking into my feelings because I'm a feelings ass nigga. I'm like I'm light skinned. It's who I am. Nice. I embrace it. But this nigga, bro, he said. Uh, Damn, what the fuck is the... Wow, now I gotta look it up. Uh-huh. I'm blanking on the line. It's such a good uh-huh. fucking line. What did you get? Oh, no, I got it now. I got it. He said, I guess the light I see in... You, no, I guess the light you see in me is what I what I see in you. And boy, I can't wait to steal that and use that on a girl. I, I, I'll be in the background. Pretty little... Pretty little... Pretty little or use fears. It, or use it as an Instagram caption. It's pretty coming. Pretty little fears. The next Instagram po- post I make about a girl... It's a, it's a picture of me and some girl... Nigga, the caption's gonna be, I guess the light you see in me is, is what I see in you. Because that shit is precious. That's a great fucking bar. It's a great line to use on a girl. It's a great line. Like, let's just, it's just... I'm gonna steal it first. I mean, yeah, you're already happily in a relationship, and I'm gonna comment and be like, wow, biter. With mad teeth emojis. That's okay. But, yeah, I mean, like, it's just a great, it's no a great fucking bar. No shame in the game. No shame in the game. It's a great bar. It's literally like saying, like, what, uh. what like, how how much you love me and what you see in me must be what I, must be what I see when I look at you, like... Like, cause, I, cause, I, cause you can't, you can't like most unless you're hella conceited and have a crazy big ego. Most people don't love themselves the way another person loves them. Yeah. So it's like, oh shit, like what what I see when I look at you is what you see when you look at me. Like that's not just like physically, but like, the magic you see in me that makes you love me and shit. So that's a that's a light skin corner in light skin news from Turtle. Light skin news. Pretty Little Fears is, is is probably one of the top ones. I also really like his family and loyalty verse, which I thought was dope because Guru rap slow. And I thought J. Cole was going to kind of match that energy. But he came in. He rapped pretty quick. He actually came through and was like, fit a lot of words in a small a small amount of spaces and a very slow beat. Because the Guru, I mean, DJ Premier Beats are like a lot of pianos and kind of slow drum patterns. Mm-hmm. And J. Cole was like, no, nigga, I'm rapping fast. That's what I want to do on this beat. And he slid. He did what he had to do. I mean, he's talking about old head, so he has to go ahead. So yeah, like he, had to, he really had to put him to prove there. Because you can't come on a Guru, guru uh, a DJ Premier Beat with a guru reverse, multiple guru reverses, and then not not kill it. Yeah. So shout out shout out Primo for giving him that obviously, chance. Obviously twenty one savage a lot. Bro, the a lot song is so it's not even just like good. It's like it's very it's like perfect uh J Cole and that it's like about something like he's he's talking about like systemic oppression and problems in the world. Storytelling, bro. Yeah, and twenty one savage did the same thing. Twenty one savage is that nigga. Twenty one savage with like really and it, I mean and 21, we, 21, 21. we it came out before we were doing the podcast, but he really on that it was like end of last year he dropped the album. Yeah. It was like just like just like November December last year. Yeah, I can listen to the album again. Yeah, it's fucking good. And like, although he has a couple turn up joints, Twenty One Savage really talked about like a lot of emotional and serious shit. He's a real nigga. Like when I was making the Gambino playlist today, I actually I, I almost forgot because I was like, what song is he on with Twenty One Savage? Because it doesn't have any features listed. So I had to like really go back and I listened to like kind of chunks of the songs. And as soon as I heard the monster beat, I was like, it's fucking monster. That's the one. The money and the fame make a monster. Yeah. Power like that shit's so such a fucking hard song, and Gambino slid, but Twenty One slid too. Like he talked about how like money and power like I mean the make, name make I mean, the name of the album is I am greater than I was. Come yeah, on, like Twenty One's really like even that was like it was like bro, you gotta think about that. That's just fire. Yeah, like s- similar to what like the, we're expecting from the baby. Like Twenty One really came and was like, yeah, nigga, I don't just like shoot niggas and talk about like stealing and like robbing and selling drugs. Like I have a lot of serious thoughts about the world that I live in as like a nigga who's been a gangbanger, who's been who's been arrested for a murder charge that I beat. As a nigga who almost got fucking deported a few months ago, I had some serious thoughts about like the world around me. Yeah. 
and he showed his serious thoughts. And J Cole came through on the. I think a lot was the intro Fantastic. track. And the music, the music video was so with, visually with, beautiful with the suits and shit. Bro, it was so nice, and how it was two different. It was two different lifestyles that they were living. Yeah, like it's just so nice, bro. I might watch watch that video before I go to bed. Like it's that, so nice. that shit was hard. But yeah, so he slid on that. Um, the London is one of my favorite songs this year, which it's weird because it's not that good a song. Like I don't love the Jake. Young yeah, Thug does not I mean, slide. Yeah, it's, it's his song. It's straight. I mean, nah. For me, for me, the song that like I've been banging with for a movement, other than like off these and, and, and whatnot, is Tribe. Also, a light skin nigga song. That's why I note that. Also what? about love and shit. Tribe. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. The they're in Little Haiti. The hook. The hook is literally. I think I made it because I'm always smiling, and you are the reason now. I mean, Bass is, Boss is a light skin nigga. He's a, he's, a, he's a light skin nigga in a dark skin dark skin body. Okay, so oh, so so he so he dark, but he's a light nigga. That's what we doing. We doing reverse Drake out here. You can. You can be. Oh, so but I, so I can't be light skinned, but I'm still a dark nigga. No, you're not. Dark but boss can boss can be dark skinned, but he's still a light nigga. You're not, you're not a dark nigga though. We you, don't. You 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 don't know what's inside of here. You, you don't say, know what's, you don't know what's deep you, inside. You of say here. please and thank you when having sex. That's not true. <laughs> I don't. I'm not gonna confirm or deny whether that's ever happened, but that's not true. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna boldly say that's not true. I've never said thank you during sex uh, for sure. I never said please during sex. I had to think about it. <laughs> Thank you for sure. I was like, have I ever said please during sex? Definitely not. Uh, I've never yeah, said please during sex. Yeah, that yeah. one I had to think about because I was like, sorry, you can't. You can't be on the dark skin. Why? I didn't say it was dark skin, but Drake said I'm light. We let we let Drake say it. Drake. Drake's not a dark nigga. Listen, Drake does let dark skin nigga things. Drake told LeBron, "I'm sorry, I disappointed you." Bro, like man, a son to his father. Drake bro, is the most light, Drake is our light skin king. This man had a whole baby and didn't tell anybody. That's a dark skin nigga thing to do. First of all, don't disparage dark skin niggas like that. Light skin niggas ain't shit sometimes. I'm a dark too. skin nigga. I know, but don't disparage that, that's don't don't be colorist against y'all your own self. I'm not like colorist. That's not colorist at all. You're saying you're saying a dark skin nigga thing to do is a is a bad thing. Like the like the So the, is light skin nigga thing. Light skin niggas do a lot of bad things as well. That's my point. So what? That's not being colorist. You're 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 attributing bad behavior and being a shitty father. To being dark skinned. That's not that's not no. good. Light skinned niggas do the same thing. So that's is, that's is, my point. You're making my is, point. Okay. The whole point of this is Drake is light skinned. You can't be dark skinned. Drake's also not a dark nigga. Drake's a liar. <sighs> you seen you seen the HB you, you seen when he talked to LeBron about the fucking the, the rap beef. I just I didn't want to disappoint you, bro. Shut your shut your shut your bitch ass up, nigga. That's a light skinned nigga thing to do. It was. That's why he's not a dark but nigga. But again, he does like he does dark skinned things. So, me too. Anyway, boss is dark skin, but he's still a light nigga because his tribe is some real fucking light skin nigga shit. It's a beautiful song. I mean, it, it's a beautiful song it's, though. It's, it's wonderful. It's, I mean, yeah, no, nah, I, I, I mean that whole album was fired from, from from boss, so I was just like, nah, this song is uh, top notch, and of course the music video again. Yeah, the music video. Haiti. They're in a little Haiti, like going going in. Jake Jake Cole committed to not giving a fuck about how he dresses. He's wearing a soccer jersey, some basketball shorts, white socks, and some Jordan ones. This man can't even commit to pulling his hair all the way back. Bro, nigga, shit, bro. This man, yeah. And he, he, I mean, and he stays. The only time, the only time I actually seen him with his hair like fully up is in uh, is the KOD video. I forgot what it was. Yeah, like since on this since KOD on this feature run, this nigga has not given a fuck about pulling his dreads back one time. Because in the in the JID video, in the Twenty One Savage video, in the young in the Young Thug video, even the music video he just did with the, in the Boss and video, and yeah, and in, in that video too, like this nigga is dressing like I don't give a fuck about anything. In Pretty Little Fears, no jewelry on, no nothing. It's no, wonderful. This man's like I don't give a fuck. I'm married with two kids, with, with, a, with a kid and a kid on the way. I don't give a fuck and this about man's what y'all a think millionaire. about. Me. Yeah, he's like I own my own label. 
I got all these artists under me. I'm very respected by my peers. Fuck you. I'm not pulling my hair back. You can't make me. I, I respect the fact that this man... So what? I miss three dreads. I, re- <laughs> I respect the fact that this man is like off the grid. Same thing as Kendrick Lamar. This man has a whole child that we've never seen. Yeah. J. Cole has two kids. We've ne- well, a kid that we've never seen. Yeah, and a second kid on the way. Yeah. Which I respect from both of them because they didn't... I don't, pr- really, I don't really think I know what J. Cole's wife looks like. I think I've seen her once. I think when Twitter found out he was married, that was like a big thing because he didn't even talk about being married for a while. Because he was making songs about fucking like girls on the road and shit, and then we found out he was actually married. He's like, no, nah, I'm just talking shit, niggas. I'm not actually doing that. I'm married and love my wife, and we're having a baby. But I respect J. Cole and Kendrick. This is a tangent about Drake. I respect them for the fact that we know they have kids. We've never seen them. That's not because people were like, Drake's not hiding his kid. He doesn't have to tell oh, okay. us about his kids. I, I actually remember seeing her. Like people were like, Drake's not hiding a child. He doesn't have to tell us. I'm like, no, 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 no. Hiding a child. And not showing the world your child are two different things. J. Cole and Kendrick know this world. They're too popular to have their kids out there because the world's a dangerous place full of crazy people. So we know they have kids and yeah. wives, but they're just like, hey, we keep, we keep our family shit off the grid. Big fix. But I'm, never, I'm not going to pretend to not talk about it. J. Cole said in the song, I, she had my baby and got one on the way. She gave me the gift of my son. So we know he has a son, not even just any like a baby in general. Yeah, okay, I seen her. Yeah, cause I remember on Twitter, that was a whole huge day on Twitter. But he said, like, she gave me the gift of my son, and then we got one on the way. So it's like, J- like they're not running from the fact that they have families. They just don't make it. They just don't make a point of broadcasting it and making it a whole social media thing. Yeah. Drake pretended he was asked directly multiple times, we heard you got a woman pregnant. Is that true? And he's like, I don't know what y'all talking about. I don't know what it is. This man pretended not to have a baby for mo- for many months. That baby was born in March. We didn't get the album until, like, fucking August or some shit. For many months. That baby was almost six months old before he found out that baby existed. When uh, fucking uh, when Pusha T exposed me, actually exposed me in like July because it was the summertime. Yeah, he was talking about surgical summer shit. So it was like June, July. That baby, he said the baby was born in March, bro. That's crazy. My girl was pregnant for nine months. It was a whole year. <laughs> no, you pretended you'd have a baby. Anyway, this is not a drink discussion topic. Drink discussion episode. So anyway, more J Cole features. I, you know what one is not good? Was, I already know. The you know one what, you don't want to say. What am I gonna say? Go. It's not good. And it's not even not good because his rap is bad. It throws off the vibe of the song so bad. Yeah, it's come through and chill. And then J. Cole talks about, what, politics? Yeah, like, he's like, he's, he's like he says something about, like, and Kaepernick. He said it makes me feel like Kaepernick, like, like, cop killings and Kaepernick kneelings. And we're like, hey, Miguel was talking about coming through and fucking let's watch Netflix. And you're talking about deep something, shit? Something completely different. I mean, it's, it, I mean it's, it's a good Drake verse. I mean, Drake, wow. It's a good J. Cole verse, which is not in the right song. Yeah, like, it's independently a good verse. But just it take just, it off yeah, that song just, and put it on, like, a 21 Savage song or something. Just, yeah, it just wasn't in the, right, in the right spot. Yeah, like, that's not what we're talking about. Imagine, like, you try to put that song on for your girl as she comes through and you're trying to, like, set the mood or something. You, just, you might as well just cut off J. Cole's part. Yeah, because the minute he starts talking about Kaepernick and fucking kneelings and shit, she's going to be like, damn, damn I'm, 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 I'm bummed out now. Like, a nigga's sad. That's why you play Ty Dolla's line. Uh, I mean, that's a good transition to, you know a song I really like that did not blow up the way I thought? Yeah, purple Emoji. Yeah. I really like Purple Emoji, and yeah, people don't... It just, yeah, it just didn't, it just didn't, I don't know why, it just didn't, it it didn't, didn't hit. pop off. Yeah, like, it, I haven't seen it, I haven't heard it on the radio. It has a really cute music video with like a bunch of couples, including, like, gay couples and yeah, lesbian yeah, couples. It was, and, really, it was a really nice, really, really nice video. Yeah, it's very, it's very diverse. Like, I thought that, like, because I don't know Ty Dolla Sign personally, but I thought it was dope of him to make sure he included, like, gay and lesbian couples and, like... He showed a variety of like different types of love, like in relationships, and it's a really dope video and song, and nobody gave a fuck, which is crazy because it's actually yeah, a good song. It's a really good song. J Cole slid. Ty Dolla Sign did what he had to do. I think the the little sample, like the 
dun, 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 in the background. Like, yeah, I, the, I, forgot, I, I know that simple. Yeah, I, it's it's like it's so chipmunked out that you almost can't hear the words. So I can't. I know the the music of it, but I can't place the words. So I can't fucking hear it. Yeah. But actually, I'm gonna look that up because I, I know we have we have who sampled. Sixteen million views. Um. See, I don't. I don't. I don't know what a lot is anymore on YouTube because niggas like there's like YouTube couples who get a hundred million views, and I don't know what a YouTube couple is still. Because I'm old. YouTube couple. Oh, you don't know it's a thing? They like, they they're like people who are like people like it's like they're okay, like so okay so compared to Ty Dolla Sign's highest viewed um, song yeah what was the highest which is um, uh, four hundred ninety seven million views or not four hundred ninety seven million yep. yeah okay there we go to sixteen million stuff yeah so it it didn't take off well yeah the sample it samples um the song is called uh, take six by more than ever. Maybe it's, maybe it's the opposite. More than ever, my take six. Yeah, I said that backwards. Sorry, take six songs called more than ever. Uh, let's say okay, yeah. They said they show like on the. Uh, say this is a this is a random plug. Use who sampled y'all? If you're, like if you're if you're ever interested in like hey I, I I think I recognize those drums from another song. I recognize like that beat in the background or that hook. Like where'd that come from? There's a whole website called Who Sampled where you can type in a song. And it'll tell you all the samples it used and at what moments in the song it was used. It's quite wonderful. And it'll do the opposite because if you're like, hey, I want to know how, like, Between the Sheets by the Ozzy Brothers. That's a classic song. Dun, 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 ooh, baby. Like, you have to do that. I absolutely did because people don't, people, not everyone listens to Isley's. So I absolutely have to do that for them. That's been sampled a million times, including by Biggie. If you're like, I wonder who, who all sampled this besides that Biggie song. You can type in the Isley Brothers Between the Sheets. And it'll tell you. It'll tell you who sampled it and what song it is. Yeah. Whatnot. Yeah, it'll be like it's been sampled seventeen times on these songs. This song used this part of the song. This song used this part. Did you do that for the office yesterday? Yeah, because we had we we're trying to figure out. There's an actually there's an office rap song that like uses is like Little Wayne apparently where he sampled the office theme song. Which I have to listen to. Yeah, I know I don't know that existed. So I'm gonna have to play that. But yeah, purple emoji. Like I like I like the sample. I like the song. Ty Dolla Sign sings really well on it. It just nobody gave a fuck. I really don't understand it. So you know, I'm sad. It, I'm sad it didn't get the, uh, it didn't get the attention it deserved. Yeah, true. I mean, again, it was a good, it was a good song. Um, you know, as I'm looking at the list, there's two songs we haven't talked about. Trippy, which I forgot existed because that album wasn't good. I don't like Ventura. Yeah. I really listened to it this week. J Cole was fine. I just don't like the song. Uh, and, sorry. I mean, I, that's not. It's not. It, it's not. It's not really something that I, I talk about because it's not really that. I don't really care about it like that. Yeah, Anderson, it's, Ventura's is not Anderson Fox's best work. Yeah. And then uh, Shea Butter Baby, which has been out for a little while yeah, because it was on Creed. I feel like that song itself is a classic. Oh, 100%. I mean, it's been out for like two years because it came out with Creed 2. Yeah. Or if it's not been two years, it's it was like li- like mid-2018 like and we're getting like... It was like early last year. Yeah, it was, it was definitely like, or like... Yeah, early. It was like a year and a half ago going on two years because it came out with Creed. It's a good song. It's and a really, Creed, it's Creed a came really, out a while ago. Really good song. I mean, it, it, it felt like it was a... It was an intro track for Ari Lennox to the world. Yeah, because she had already done music and we'd listened to her. Yeah. Like, we had listened to her, like, five song EPs and her singles, yeah, and we but, knew she was dope. Yeah, but the world didn't know that she was dope. Yeah, and then they played it in Creed 2 and it was on the soundtrack. So that, that game, because everyone, I loved Creed. I didn't watch Creed 2. I haven't seen it yet. I keep forgetting to watch it. It's a great, Creed is great, though. I fucking love Creed. It's, it's, it, yeah, it's been sitting in the back of my mind for a while to watch it. I just never have. Yeah, I just, I just a keep, bunch of, along with a, a bunch of other movies. But I'm just like, I'm not a movie guy, so I just forget <laughs> to watch movies all the time. I, like, I feel like I'm falling asleep while watching movies, so I just don't do it anymore. Yeah, like, I, every time I, like, if, if it's in theaters, I'm like, oh, I gotta watch that. And, like, five weeks pass, and I'm like, shit, it's out of theaters already? Yeah. 
Yeah. I guess I'll watch it online eventually. At some point, I'll find it online. Yeah. So. True. But yeah, so Creed 2, it was a huge movie, though. It sold super well. It did really well. And that yeah. put that Ari Lennox song in the map. Because obviously part of the Creed, still the Creed movies, is his very cute relationship with Tessa Thompson's character, whose name I can't remember because I haven't watched Creed in a while. True. But she's like a musician and she's going deaf or whatever. It's a whole story in the first Creed they movie. Have a baby too now. Yeah. Oh, in the movie, did they? Yeah, it's in the trailer. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh boy, I got a good stretch there. Um, but yeah, so the Shea Butter Baby was a great song. Like J Cole slid without dominating because he like it's not it's his artist. Like Ari Lennox is on Dreamville, so he, he was just, trying he to like just, give he her just, the yeah, shine. He just came into this thing and just left. Yeah, like he just let he let her have the shine. Like and that like every time I hear that beat drop and that Shea Butter, but the way it starts, I'm yeah, like, it's, nice it's just great. And it's got a good music yeah, video it's too. A really good song. Also, we like not weird, but I have noticed like most of these songs I'm listening have music videos. Like, there's all, a Pretty Little Fears. All the videos, bro. Not Family and Loyalty. I'm, that's a new song. Just I don't, I'm just saying, it doesn't have a video. And all the Trippy has a video. But there's a Pretty Little Fears one, and Off These, Come Through and Chill, Shea Butter Baby, A Lot, The London, even Purple Moody, Money Back Hill song has a, has a music video. See, I've never, I don't think I've even heard that song, yeah, let alone... Uh, J. Cole slides on that. I just, I don't... I mean, Money Back Hill is fine. I, I listen to him on, like, other people's songs. I don't go listen to, like, Money Back Hill songs. Ever. Um, that's, the one, that's the first Money Back Hill song I've heard. That's wild. I feel like he has like a pop real song or like playing the club yeah. or shit. But, oh, well, if, I, if, if it is that, I didn't know about it. Yeah, but either way. So, J. Cole's been on an incredible feature run. That's the point. He's done... This year. Well, this year. This year and last year. year. But like, basically since K- KOD dropped 27... Late 27... No, I think it was 2018. Uh, no, it was 2017. Was it 17? Let's see. When did KOD drop? Oh, it was KOD. Yeah, t- last year. Yeah, it was last year, right? It, yeah, I, was, I, I feel like time's moving slower. Thinking, was, for some reason, I was thinking for for your eyes only. Yeah, because for your eyes only was at the end of 2017. Yeah. It didn't. Do, it was like November, December. It didn't do super well. And then it, like six months later, which is April, he dropped April 20th. Yeah, he dropped it on 420. I remember that. That was like a whole thing because it was called Kids on Drugs. Had a bunch of alternate titles. People named, excuse me, King of Diamonds, all that shit. But yeah, so it, it dropped April of last year, which I mean that's a year and a half ago, and it feels like fucking five years ago. I don't know what the internet is doing to our brains, but time is moving super fast and super slow at the same time. It's weird. It's crazy. Like, an album that came out a year and a half ago feels like it came out 10 years ago, but also an album that came out two weeks ago feels like it came out 10 Doom years ago. Doom feels like last year, but it was, yeah, it was, it was this year. Yeah, it was literally since we started the show, so less than three months ago. Yeah. So, like, actually, like, two months ago, because it, it was, like, our week, like, three, four, five. It was, like, a third or... Third or fourth episode. Yeah, like, and that's, that's literally two months ago, and it feels like it came out ten years ago. Every, everything everything from more than a week ago happened to you ten years ago in my Big brain. Facts. It might as well be ten Big years. Facts. So, but anyway, so J. Cole's been on a crazy run since then. That was April last year, so we're talking in a year and five months. Well, actually, we're coming, out, coming up on October. So basically, like, a year and a half. I'll, I'll give him the year and six months, pretty much, yeah. since he dropped his album. 18 months, and this nigga just keeps doing great features, and he said he's done. Now, do you think he's done doing features at all, or just he's I done think, with the run? I think he's done with the run so you can, so you work, so you make an album. That's fair. That, that, that's what I think because he does that. He, yeah. did, he did it last time. He stopped doing features so he can work on his album. Yeah, a lot of people. I think people are overreacting like to what he said. People are like, he's done doing features forever. No more J Cole features. I'm like, I don't think that's what he meant, guys. Yeah, no, he's he's just taking a break so he can focus on his on his shit. Yeah, I'm I mean, just, it makes sense. I mean, niggas do that shit all the time. It's like Kendrick Lamar. He only he only he only made that the 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 the, the feature with Sir. And he's gone. He's, yeah, he's working on his own. Bro, oh, I... I, I feel like he only I, did the third one because okay. he's, he's on the label. He... Bro, um... T- uh, TDE is coming out with something some different. Oh, yeah, they, they did, like, a Dreamville-style thing. I saw yeah, that. Yeah, something different. I, I put on... I put on the... I put on the... 
on our Twitter page. Yeah, they, yeah. They, for some reason, I was on Twitter that day. Couple, yeah, a couple of like members were tweeting like they were doing kind of a Dreamville style thing. Like everyone's coming to one house and they're just gonna all work right. on music together. And it's just, but it's just them. It's just no future. Yeah, yeah. There's no outside people. It's just straight TD. Because we, they've ne- Dreamville has done like a couple things together where they're all like Revenge of the Dreamers and shit. This is Revenge of the Dreamers three we just got. TDE's never done a collab album like never. I mean, they had their own Black Hippie stuff, but that's and that, even though we never got an album. Yeah, we never had a, we never we had songs for that. But yeah, like, we never had an actual album for it. So yeah, so we if, if we can get Black Hippie, if we just get Black Hippie songs, I'd be although the Black Hippie energy's kind of died down because Absol's kind of falling off. I don't want no Absol stuff. Yeah, I, I just don't like Absol anymore. If Absol comes with some fire features, I'm with it. I'm, I don't want a song from, from Absol. Yeah, I don't want an Absol song at this point. Because again, that's uh, the one of one of Absol's best verses is the one with Jenna Aiko. Another one with uh, Chance the Rapper. True. Smoke the one, great yeah, one. The, yeah. Even though he, even though on that song he said, "Let me put my mouth where you potty, boo," which is great and terrible at the same time. It's not terrible. I don't think it's terrible at all. It's it's both, bro. If you don't yes, you're not you're not living. Um, I don't think he's talking about ass. First of all, were you potty, boo? I mean, I feel like he was talking about peeing, but I. Potty. I understand it's what different. Yeah, pottying is clearly talking about using the bathroom. That's both. That's so. I mean, I don't. Feel, I don't feel like it was a neat ass line. I never took it as that. But no, I always thought it was a neat ass line. Either way, see, because I, I thought what made it grosser was that he was talking about pissing. Because you don't eat pussy where a girl pisses. That's not. It's like two. Those are two different holes. So that's always always like that's kind of weird. Because Chance was like Chance literally stopped him. Was like ah, like what, what was that? What was that? Because <laughs> when I think of like a kid going potty, I think of them peeing. Because that's more what they're adjusting to doing, like that's going true. to pee on the toilet. But that's not important at all. I don't want to know what he meant because, quite frankly, it was weird. But and great at the same time. I like talking about eating pussy, but or ass both. Eat ass and, and pussy. If you're not eating both, what are you doing? Exactly. Live, live, let her live her best life. Live yours. Live life. Either way, I don't want an absolute song because his last album was very bad. The one before that, actually, he hasn't dropped a good one in a while since like 2014 or 13. And we're in 20, we're 2019, going yeah. 2020. It's been so, a minute. He dropped, you know, he dropped absolute, an album. In, just stay silent, buddy. Yeah, you can just do features, bro. Because he dropped an album in 2017 that yeah, was bad. Just stay silent. It's okay. It's okay, man. But I do want more J-Rock, more Schoolboy Q, and more Kendrick. And it's crazy because... I, I, want, I want more Reason because Reason's Reason's slid. really good. Reason's Reason really good. Sir is really good. That kid, Zach- Zachary or Zachary they got is really good. Uh, Zayra Rashad. Zayra Rashad. SZA. Of course SZA. Yeah, of course SZA. I need... I need people, someone actually lined up like the Dreamville members versus the K, the TDE members. And I was like, I like the Dreamville people more, which is... We've had, we had a whole discussion about this once. And you like TDE more. But it's like I like I'm really like looking at them. I'm like, I, and it might just be recency bias because I haven't gotten a lot of music from TDE in a while. Coming through with some good stuff. Like Kendrick's definitely better than J Cole to me, but the other ones are debatable. But either way, we're gonna get a hopefully a but TDE you project. Have Boston Schoolboy Q. Yeah, I like more Boss songs than Schoolboy Q songs. That's, okay, that's fair. And more more of his albums. I don't, the only Schoolboy Q album album I liked was Blank Face. I like a lot of the songs on all three albums. Boss, I liked Night Job, and I liked I forgot the the one with Tribe on it. It's called, but I like the album too. So, um, yeah, boss, but yeah, I actually like every album Boss has brought out. So yeah, so I I like it more. I like I think I like SZA's music more than Ari Lennox's, but they're both really good. And obviously, I, and I like um, I like Ari Lennox's voice more. Than I like SZA's. Yeah, she can sing better for sure. She's definitely a more pure singer. SZA's more yeah. the indie sound. You're and right. I like I like JID. No, I like J Rock more than JID. And I like um, like Earth Gang, or you can use um, like Ludi. I like them more than Absol because I don't like Absol. So that's a wash. I would say, because seeing that Earth Gang and Ludi are more young niggas, I would say they're more uh, Isaiah, Rashad. Isaiah Rashad and Reason. Yeah, I, I didn't. I never loved Isaiah and, Rashad's and, album, and, though. And, and then there's Cause. And Cause I feel like Cause and Absol. Yeah, I, I mean, and they're, I don't and like, I, and I, like I don't Ka- love, I like Cause more. I like Cause more than I like 
Yeah, but I don't like either of them especially. Yeah, anyway, that's fair. This is a, this is a huge tangent, but it doesn't matter because we're just rambling right now. I mean, we're talking about J. Cole, so it's kind yeah. of the same exact thing. So we might get a TDE album, y'all. If we get a TDE album, I'm going to lose my fucking mind, this though. It's going to be wonderful. Because we really fucking just need put, it. Just put to the top. The album should be TDE presents TDE. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> no, you, can, you can just call it TDE. Honestly, just call it TDE, bro. Call it shit day, Call it shit Untitled. I don't care. Because yeah. Kendra dropped um, an album called Untitled Unmastered, and it's better than it most niggas' albums. fire. I listen to that, too. Very, that very few niggas have seven better songs than that. I listen to I'm going to do one point video games tonight. It, that's, that's, 20, I listen to 21 Savage and Untitled Unmastered. Because those were fire. Those were fucking fire. Kendrick literally dropped a bunch of songs he didn't put on the album. He didn't put... And he, didn't master them. He didn't even, he didn't even say what, what they're called literally untitled one two three four five six and seven and did not ma- didn't even master the songs just put them out and they went one of them was in a fucking commercial for espn bro that one where he's like that shit was on an espn commercial for basketball beautiful that oh levitate that's, that's what niggas are calling we call everyone calls it levitate but yeah but that shit wasn't didn't have a title and it wasn't uh, mastered. Such a good album, bro. It's such a good album. Yeah, Ke- we, uh, we're, yeah, yeah, yeah we're definitely, we're definitely, we're definitely, we definitely need that TDE. Real yeah, real. when that drops, niggas gonna love it. It's gonna be incredible. If you don't love it, don't listen to us because that's all we're gonna talk about for like two weeks. The same way we do with Dream Bear. But anyway, so like I said we're rambling now. There's not much left to talk about. J Cole's been on a crazy feature run. He's taking a break. Hopefully that means we're getting new J Cole soon. Hopefully we're getting new Kendrick soon. Hopefully we're getting a new TDE album soon. Hopefully we're getting Kanye soon. We're getting the baby the for sure baby on Friday. For sure on Friday. We finna go. So we're getting the baby on Friday. Guess what we're listening to the whole way down to the Tyler and Jaden show. The, the baby. baby. So we're getting <laughs> we're getting the baby album to play for the whole trip down. We finna go see Tyler and Jaden. Niggas finna report live next week. Megan Thee Stallion looking fine as hell with her almost her whole pussy out. <laughs> Shout out to her. Un- unrelated. Ari Lennox. Oh, this is actually kind of related. This is a tangent before we go. This is not me thirsting after Ari Lennox. Sure. I mean, she's fine as fuck. I can thirst after her if, we, if the fans want it. But, Bro, but oh. you know, she said that she's not going to do any more concerts. Who? Ari Lennox. Why not? She just doesn't like doing them. She said like she didn't enjoy. She like doesn't enjoy her experience or whatever. She doesn't like doing them. She's like, I'm still going to drop music. I just don't want to do live shows anymore. I mean, hey. And then people were like, what about uh, Dreamville Fest? And she was like, uh, may- maybe that. She was like, that'll probably be the exception because it's my label. And it was like, our festival. I mean, like, I mean, if you don't like it, you don't like it. Yeah, and I don't even know if it's like concerts. It might be like her. F- I don't know if it's her experience at festivals or if it's her experience at concerts. It might be the fans, the venues. And I mean, she's still getting used to like being really famous and shit. So maybe she's just not enjoying it like she used to. Yeah. So I don't know. She might change her mind. Who knows? She does IG lives all the time. So she might tell us about it at one point. Yeah. She's constantly doing IG live and she. I'll be in there. So close to putting thirsty comments in there, but I'm like, don't be that guy. This man's fingers trembling. Trembling. I'll be staring at the screen like, I just want to tell you I love you. I just want to tell you you're the greatest. I love you. Right. Hey, boo. What's up? Okay. <laughs> Evan, uh, uh, <laughs> thank you for listening to uh, uh, 808s and Hot Takes. Um, uh, you have a good night. This has been episode 13 <laughs> of the 808s and Hot Takes podcast. <laughs> Again, I'm Turtle with the pen. Mr. Steel out of purse. Mr. Ari Lennox is boo. Don't put that in there. I did indeed. This is G, Mr. Fastest Fingers in the tri-state, lower states, southern states. Who knows where we live? Don't mind. Don't worry about it. Mind your business, nigga. Uh, area. We live in Cali. Sure. That's what y'all can believe. If you want to believe that. Mr. Uh, tort- uh, wow, I'm doing my nicknames now. You don't mess me up. You're welcome. You, you, you messed up my whole flow there. You're welcome. God damn it. Anyway, Mr. Uh, Mr. Find Her G Spot, Chef Boy RG, Yost G, Mr. Fastest, uh, Fastest Fingers in the area, nigga, for office trivia night. Champions of Office Trivia, creedthoughts.gov.www slash creedthoughts, nigga. Got it, got it out that time. Anyway, it's been episode 13. Thanks for listening. 
y'all, we've been getting pretty consistent listens. Like, we're like, I'm not gonna say how many because niggas and they're trying to expose themselves like that. But the amount of people we're getting is very consistent, which has been dope. But you know, share it with your friends, tell people about us, give us a review that gets us higher on the on the iTunes rankings and shit. Spread the word, tell a friend. Retweet us, follow us on Twitter. I've been trying to do more shit on Twitter, like like threads of questions and shit, trying to get us a little more into hip hop Twitter, even though they're mostly assholes and douches. I don't really like them. I want to be in like cool music Twitter, not hip hop Twitter, because hip hop Twitter is full of the weird niggas and the Eminem stands and real rap raw. Like real rap niggas, real hip hop. I'm like, well, the baby's album's pretty good. It ain't real hip hop though, nigga. <laughs> okay, I like Ugly God. So what? Anyway, this is a tangent. Follow us on eight oh eight and Hot Takes Pod on Twitter. Follow me at Turtle with a pen. Don't worry about G's social media handles. Don't worry about my Instagram handle. Mind your business. I'm okay. And we'll see y'all I'm next okay. week. Hopefully, when we get Kanye as Jesus as King. We out. You're-